This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. Going to talk a little Cam Taylor Britt. You know, didn't put it out there on the social media world, and I thought... Let's do Cam Taylor Britt. He's one of my favorites going into this year. Year two, uh, really stepped up in his rookie season. We didn't know what the cornerback room was going to look like when Cheeto went down. And I was just really surprised seeing Eli Apple, Cam Taylor Britt out there in the secondary, and maybe what Cam Taylor Britt and Cheeto will look like going into 2023-2024 season. I say 2024 because they play in January. So, look, I'm cheating a little bit. But let's go to the player profile. Cam Taylor Britt, tell me everything we should know about him going into year two and you can even back it up to his rookie year yeah um so i think kim taylor Britt was interesting late second round pick you i think typically don't expect those guys to start uh and he didn't start right away to be fair i liked him coming out of college i did think there was a little bit of a project there he's a pretty beefy corner and he is not afraid of getting involved in the run game he also had the injury i think that also is something we didn't talk about that much but i do remember when it was preseason i was excited to watch to watch him along with dax hill and all these other rookies and uh, was it was it a kickoff or something because he was i thought he was supposed to play and then i think he might have gotten hurt right before maybe it was in training camp it was, I think it was in training camp, but I just remember okay. thinking the injury happened and we're probably not going to see Cam Taylor Britt as rookie year. That's yeah. what I thought. Well, I didn't know about rookie year, but <laughs> I definitely was disappointed. I was like, oh, and then you hit the pup list and didn't play for weeks, but you went 60th overall. I usually think in my mind, top 50 picks could be guys that you might count on to start year one. And then after that, you're looking at guys you're going to count on to start in like year two. But once he was given the starting job, which was against Cleveland, he actually took over a bit in that Atlanta game, but it was a little bit of a blowout. But I do think it was also because at halftime, if you remember, uh, Eli Apple gave up a giant, I can't remember if it was caught, big play. I think it was caught. Big play. Yep, it was his his bad in quarters. It was he's supposed to take his guy vertical, didn't take him. He didn't have help from the safety and huge play. And then Cam Taylor Britt starting. And if Cheeto doesn't get hurt, I wonder if that's you know the whole thing. But Cheeto ends up getting hurt, and we don't 
think about did he take Eli Apple's job or not because they both had to start. But and just for reference, I finally loaded it up. The guys that are picked around Cam Taylor Britt are like, well, I mean, some of these guys are starters, but Luke Gadecki, Troy Anderson, Ed Ingram, Drake Jackson, Brian Cook, James Cook, Nick Benito. You know, like I think you hear those names, and you don't think like, oh, you got to start that guy year one. So I mean, the Bengals found a year one starter at that spot. I think that's already good. Um, what he does well is he's just really physical. He'll jam guys. He gets into them. Uh, he's not afraid of contact. He gets involved in the run game. Sometimes he's a little too eager, and that's something that he can improve for next year. Is I think he, you know, he, he gets excited seeing the run come his way and wants to make that play quick, but. You have to maintain gap integrity and stay on the outside, hold contain, uh, and also just make sure you keep your eyes up, making the tackle, everything like that. But I thought he played well. I, he played better than I expected. Um, I think the interesting thing was what zero interceptions in the regular season. And only six passes broken up, which is fine. I don't think it's a bad number. I think it's fine. But, you know, stats with corners are like, it's hard <laughs> because are they just not throwing to him or, you know, are they throwing to him? The guy's catching the ball. And we do have that is tracked anymore, you know, the catches given up. But that becomes so subjective when you play a lot of zone coverage. It's like, well, did he give that up or was that, you know, what the coverage was giving up? So I don't even like really using that either, but I want to see a little bit more ball production interceptions. He had an interception in the playoff game against the bills. Uh, I want to see a few, a few more. Uh, that would be the one thing I'd look at. I want to see him be a little bit more patient. I think he's already a solid starting corner and I think he has the potential to get better. Does he have the potential to become, you know, like the next Jalen Ramsey? I don't know. Just cause I thought he was a little stiff. Yeah, I still think he looks a little bit stiff out there. But I do think, man, I mean, he's got the mentality and he's got – already has good athleticism. He does a great job when he's jammed up on guys. Does, he's a smart zone player. I just think there's a lot to like. I, I think it's a high floor. The ceiling, who knows? I, I think it's more likely than not he's really – a good but not elite corner for his career. Maybe he can get there. Um, I'm not ruling it out. I just think when, if I'm looking at the history of guys that are kind of stiff like him, I, I'm not loving that option. But wouldn't wouldn't be completely shocked if that happens. I think he's a good corner. I think the Bengals found somebody with, uh, their, with the 60th overall pick. They traded up, so you, you had to feel confident about it. Um, because they rarely ever trade up. But yeah, uh, all that said is just basically, I think he's a good corner. I think at least solid right now. He has a chance to become good and maybe even very good. I don't know if he ever hits the great elite tier, but I think they already have hit basically a double with that second round pick if he doesn't get any better than right now. It's like, yeah, finding a guy outside the top 50 that's going to be a long-term starter, that's great. That's awesome. Uh, if he can be a plus long-term starter, even better. So I think that's already a good – it's trending towards already being a good draft pick. It could be even better. Um, I think he's got a few things he can clean up and get better. The potential is there to ascend into a plus 
starter in my mind where he might be more like, you know, just solid riding by. He's not bad. He's not the best right now, but that's a rookie year. And I think for a corner specifically, corners to me is that's kind of a position where I don't always expect a rookie to come in and play well. And sometimes that actually, I feel like hurts their psyche. You think of like the Jeff Okudas. Was it really his talent that failed him in Detroit? Or was it getting sent out there against Devontae Adams like week one? And, you know, Devontae Adams does that to a lot of guys, but he does it to you. And how do you bounce back? And then getting hurt and all that other stuff with him. But just specifically, it's just a lot of corners go out there and they don't they don't play too well their rookie season. So to have a guy come out and play pretty well, I think at a solid starting level, his rookie season, there's reason to be excited. And yeah, big physical. I like those types that like to, you know, get into guys and jam and get involved in the run game. And he was a maniac with it in Nebraska. Uh, They used to have him take on tight ends and go make stops in the run game. It was great. And I think that's a big reason why the coaching staff and the Bengals love him is his willingness to do the dirty work. But he fits the Bengals culture. They love those corners that can tackle. They like guys that are going to, you know, they're not going to turn their nose up at stopping Derrick Henry. They're going to say like, that's a challenge. And I want to do that. I want to go make that play and go try to tackle Derrick Henry, go try to tackle Nick Chubb, all these guys. They want good tacklers. And I think that's a big part of defense, even though it's really simple, but finding guys that can consistently tackle like that is great and want to do it. I think that's huge. He can lay some big hits. Uh, I just think he's an interesting corner. I compared him to Trey Waynes coming out, and I got a lot of heat because people did not like Trey Waynes. Um, but I think Minnesota Trey Waynes is kind of what you're looking for, right? A big, you know, physical corner. Does a lot in the run game for you. The coaches are going to love him. He's a little stiff. and uh, Still a solid to good coverage player, though. Like, he's still not a bad coverage guy just by being a little stiff. I And he's probably has – well, he definitely does. He has the potential to be better than Trey Waynes. That's just when I think comparison, I usually think like, what is the mid-level, like he comes in, like what, if he doesn't smash what I think he's going to do, but he doesn't disappoint for what I think he's going to do, what would be the comparison in the NFL is what I think of. And sometimes I think people are really optimistic with their comparisons when like a guy who's going in round four is getting the Denzel Ward comparison. It's like, well, Probably not, right? Like somebody would have taken him earlier. <laughs> but second round, Trey Waynes makes a lot of sense to me. I don't know. Uh, anyway, long ramble. What are your thoughts on was- Cam Taylor Britt? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It was fantastic. And I think a lot of people needed to hear that. There was a, there were a couple of things you, you brought up. And the Bengals, they normally don't trade up. And the funny thing about it is how full circle they traded up. I want to stay with the Bills. That was the team they traded with to get Cam Taylor Britt. And Cam Taylor Britt was able to get that interception in the divisional round game against the Bills in his rookie year. So I thought that was kind of cool. Also, 
yes, when it comes to rookie cornerbacks, you look around the league there, it, it's hard to be a cornerback in the NFL. I would say it's the hardest position in the NFL. That might be a hot take, but it but it's extremely hard to play. Um, Louis quarterback, Aron- probably number one. Well, yeah. I'm- <laughs> it's like a different sport, though. Like they, they're, they're playing a different sport. Corner as the uh, hardest, uh, yeah, after offensive line, sure. I mean, you think about how hard it is to play corner in the league now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, I agree. Been- I think a lot of the – Anything coverage defensively, yep. linebacker might be the hardest though, just because you have to do like everything. I don't know. I'm thinking a lot but right think now. Of, think of uh, think of just a cornerback play, making a football play, and mm-hmm. it's like oh flag, flag. Especially wide receivers that they get the flag all the time yep. for just jumping right into the corner or like an underthrown ball. You're in good position. He just looks back. He just jumps through him, flails yep. the arms, and. Yeah, then the flag's yeah. coming out. It stinks. I think it's, Playing corner I think stinks. Play. Well, and you mentioned uh, rookie corners. And we mm-hmm. remember, I remember early on, I wish I had the quote in front of me right now from Lou Inarumo when he was talking about Cam Taylor Britt. He didn't want to push him out there. That was kind of be the biggest thing. I mean, I'm sure if in a perfect world, Cheeto's going to be healthy the full season. And there were talks, Eli Apple, right before that, like, ooh, is Cam Taylor Britt going to replace Eli Apple? What's that going to look like? And then the injury happened, unfortunately, in October for Cheeto, and you have to have Cam Taylor Britt start. But I remember Lou was asked about that. He he remembered Xavier Howard, and he didn't want to put him in a position where your rookie year, you're still learning a lot of things. You can learn on the sideline. And I know the Dax Hill conversation too, you can kind of, um, you know, mix the two, but there wasn't a spot for Dax Hill to play in his rookie year. You wanted those guys to stay healthy in the safety position. Um, but overall, I think that benefited him, you know, how much he probably learned in his rookie year when he had to step up and be a starting cornerback to going into this off season and what that looks like in year two. Um, but yeah, I, I think, you know, I, I think expectations, You do you think expectations should be high? I think um, what defines high? I would say. My expectations are he improves and becomes a plus starter, which I guess is fairly high, right? Yeah. But I, I guess it, are you, it, I wouldn't expect, I wouldn't have an expectation of Pro Bowl All-Pro this year. You know, no. Second year corner. No, 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 no. Yeah. No. Like, like, what, what constitutes high is like, you know, like I feel like you're allowed to be high on him, but then also there's probably fans out there that hear that and go like, "Woo wee, we got an all pro." You know? <laughs> Leads the team in interceptions. Oh, <sighs> interesting. I almost, I don't know if you can expect that though. My, my, who would be your odds on favorite? And we're nearing the end of the segment. Who'd be your odds on favorite to lead the team in interceptions? Logan Wilson. I know. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think that should be the expectation, right? <laughs> At least the DBs and in interceptions, maybe. I mean, there's one thing I, I hope that they work. And I, again, they're all working really hard. I know it. I know. And the defense is always fun to watch in training camp because we are three weeks away from hearing that this defense is legit and offense has problems. Um, we are three weeks away from those storylines of what the defense looks like in training camp because we've seen it two years in a row. Um, but I think with Cam Taylor Britt and just the defense alone, can can they just hang on to the ball? Just hang on to it. There's so many plays that you go back to, even last year, and they have it. They have the ball in their hands to make the play and then draw. Yeah, yeah. that's been gotta catch it. Just gotta yeah. gotta catch the ball. So, so yeah, that's that's where I, I mean I. I if he had a similar year to this as his rookie year, would that be a, like a down year? Would that be a downer um, for you? Hmm. Slightly. Just, it wouldn't make me 
upset and I, I I wouldn't even think like, oh man, I don't know if this guy's gonna be a starter on the team long term or anything because I think he's if he plays at that level, that is about a long term starter. But just because I think a, he should get better, I would be hoping for it. Now progression's not always linear either. Like he could stagnate this year and then year three he comes out and he's really good or something mm-hmm. like that. Think of like Josh Allen. It wasn't year one bad, year two pretty good, year three great, year four all-star. It was like year one bad, year two bad, year three pretty bad. (laughs) Then just boom, jump. (laughs) I don't remember if it was year three or year four, but just the jump. It was was two – it was at least two years in a row that he was not very good and then just quick jump. Brandon Ayuk, something similar Uh, because I had him in fantasy two years ago (laughs) and he got benched. (laughs) I was like, well, so he's like pretty good his rookie year and then got benched his second year. And now he's back to being a thousand plus yard receiver. I'm trying to think of Bengal examples that kind of did that, but none came to my mind right away. Um, But yeah, well, Andre Smith, he started out. I don't think it was year two that he got better. I think it was like year one, not good. Year two, not good. But Eventually, there was a lot of of not goods. He eventually jumped though, and he was at least a solid starter for a couple years. Credit to him, he got a lot of money in the NFL while he was playing. (laughs) He was he was fine too. I thought he was was solid. He he stayed. His career was pretty lengthy. Um, you know, I feel it feels like he played for twenty years, but well, uh, that's because the Bengals kept bringing him back to come play. (laughs) They had him play left tackle at one point. It would be August. Andre Smith signed with the Cincinnati Bengals again. Andre Smith was released from the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, it was, it was just never ending. Classic. Um, but yeah, Cam Taylor Bray. I'm pumped to see what he looks like. Um, and then it just seemed really exciting with Cheeto. I don't think they're going to push him. But hey, if he's ready in September, good to see Cheeto and Cam Taylor Bray out there. And we'll see how they uh, they play with each other on the defensive side of the ball. I want to stay with the secondary next and the defensive side. And of course, Lou and Arundel on its always game day in Cincinnati. <laughs> 